This is a Power 98.7 podcast. Now we're talking. Subscribe to Power 98.7 podcasts in iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. There's more on power987.co.za. All right, so on Friday, we spoke to the new the spokesperson for the Takato Consortium who have been um, appointed as the preferred bidder to become the special equity partner to South African Airways, which means they will take up a stake of 51% in the national carrier when all of uh, the, uh, shall we say, the processes and the red tape has been concluded, which I think at this stage is uh, um, sitting with a competitions commission. So they came on, uh, did Takatso, to, uh, we spoke to their spokesperson, uh, Tula Sizwe Similani, say that they were uh, basically uh, wanting to respond to what they have described as a litany of lies told by the suspended DG in the Department of Public Enterprises, Mr. Uh, now I'm getting a brain freeze here. Mr. Tlagudi, Katazo Tlagudi, who is uh, actually with me right here in studio. Mr. Tlagudi, good morning to you and uh, thank you for coming in. I appreciate it. Uh, good morning, Titi, and thank you very much for inviting me to come and respond. Absolutely. Some of those allegations. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And uh, listen, things have moved on somewhat since yeah. uh, that uh, interview that we did on Friday yeah. uh, with uh, Takato. Uh, that is uh, particularly relating to yourself and uh, a disciplinary inquiry uh, which you faced, which uh, has now handed down a ruling which uh, unfortunately for you did not go in your favor and has. Uh, the finding of the chairman was that the sanction, appropriate sanction, after finding you guilty on three of the charges that you faced, um, is that uh, be, you be dismissed because they, by the depart by your employer, who is the Department of Public Enterprises, uh, because I think the gist of what you were saying is that uh, there's been an irretrievable breakdown in your relationship with your employer. Let me first get your reaction to that uh, ruling by the court, uh, at least by the chairman of this inquiry? Uh, Titi, the outcome was never in doubt. Um, We had asked for a much fairer forum with an independent chairperson instead of an internal hearing uh, overseen by a chairperson that has been uh, procured uh, by the department. The the bargaining council would have been an appropriate forum here because in terms of the LRA, Mm. Section 18A, um, if you are a whistleblower, that's the forum that should take over. Mm. We have since been granted um, access to the bargaining council. Um, we'll be there on the 8th mm. of June with the department. Of course, they've been um, uh, challenging the jurisdiction of the bargaining council over this particular mm-hmm. matter. But um, the commissioner that we saw during the conciliation phase um, was very clear that we are in the right place. Um, they even, um, uh, uh, you know, we're saying the department was saying they are not the employer. Um, the mm. commissioner addressed that as well. And um, I, I've said it before. Uh, uh, this is something that I have made peace with. Um, that is, this is likely something that is going to happen. But I think the getting the information out in terms of what is really happening into the department was of much more mm. importance to me. Yes. So, in other words, if I'm hearing you clearly, is that you are not uh, at this stage, um, um, really your fight is not about getting reinstated. I mean, uh, if 
it doesn't sound like it. it the situation sounds untenable for your return if your employer certainly seems to be of opinion that there's a, a, a uh, you know the trust there is no trust uh, and the trust has been broken and that the relationship is irretrievably um broken um you don't uh, uh, do you still have any intentions of going back well, or I'm, wishes of going back i was intending to be a public servant for mm. quite a long time um and uh, and and that's what i am a public mm. servant um, uh, my employment is not necessarily that, uh, linked to the ministers in charge of public enterprises. Mm. Today, if government um, wanted to intervene, there's plenty of other areas where I could um, use my skills mm. um, within the public service. Um, it's unbelievable that the chairperson obviously brought the issue of trust. Mm. This was not about trust. Mm. Um, this was about an allegation uh, that had been made against me, and I think a manufactured mm. allegation mm. to say that I have had interfered with appointment process of mm. a, a junior uh, manager uh, in the mm. department, an appointment that did not happen for that particular matter. And that's something that has been lost on South African Stop by, by myself, despite a recommendation that had come from the HR department. After Why did you stop it? I mean, because one of the things you stood accused of is, uh, was that uh, you actually recommended someone who had not applied yes um and that that person is actually uh, your friend these uh, described uh, at some point no, is did, one of the no, points no she's not my friend mm -hmm. um, she's someone that um, uh, i had a professional relationship with mm -hmm. at some point in, uh, in actual fact the the person at work for had hand, had hand in firm that had placed me somewhere else mm. so you know it is not a friend and it's someone whose skills um are valued uh, very much and I, she had applied for another position in the department mm. for which she was not successful and, mm. and I had interviewed him with uh, other senior managers. And mm -hmm. out of that meeting, we recommended that this other panel look uh, at her. And that panel came out positive sets recommend her, recommending her. Mm. And I decided not to proceed because I really, I had to really think about the position mm. um, in terms of, um, uh, you know, because what I'd seen is that there was not enough work in a day uh, for a full manager, and I and had I wrote, there previously not been one. Um, they had been vacant for quite some time. Mm. Um, I think for a couple of years actually. Mm. Um, and I decided, look, let me uh, look at the possibility of combining that particular mm. position with um, uh, my office manager in my okay. in my own office. And and I was doing that because one of the areas that we had had challenges in the department is with regard to capacity. Mm. to do oversight over our uh, SOEs. Okay. So there was always a drive to try and pu push positions out of administration mm. into uh, into Program 3, which is where yeah. oversight is happening. Okay, I don't want to exhaust too much time on this one, particularly mm. if mm. the process has not uh, been concluded. As you yes. say, yeah, there will be good. another leg to this. Um, uh, you're going to the bargaining council. So perhaps uh, we, we should just let the process run its course and then... Mm. Maybe revisited at that point. I want. I think maybe what is uh, more uh, current and more pressing at the moment is the matter around the Takato, mm -hmm. um, you know, and they um, they being chosen as the preferred bidder here to be the strategic equity partner. You stand accused of telling a litany of lies. You are described as a liar. I think you heard the interview yourself, uh, and I'm not sure exactly where you would want to start in addressing. Uh, what was said about you first of all i think a lot was said about the your denials in terms of uh, your involvement or the extent of your involvement in this process that you had actually even lied
heard about dates of when you stop being involved and so forth. Yeah, um, you know, Tula Sizwe has um, recently joined Takazo. Mm. Um, in fact, um, at, you know, listening to him, I was thinking maybe he should have been properly briefed. Mm. Um, mm. Uh, because obviously he would not be privy also to what was happening within the department. And, and some of some the, the days that he was, um, uh, 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 you know, communicating here were actually incorrect. Mm. Let me start here. I remained the DG of the department um, uh, throughout, um, um, uh, you know, mm. 2021 um, uh, until obviously the fifth, uh, the fifth of I think the third of May rather mm. in in 2022 when I was suspended. Mm. During that whole time, communication obviously that has to be communicated out, um, especially important um, decisions like these would have communicated through my office. As the DG, I would sign off mm. on those, and. Um, you know, and with the Takazo transaction, there were interactions internally where I was raising my own concerns, mm. especially when it came to the issues around the valuation mm. of the business, around how uh, Takazo intends to compensate mm. the department through a pressure scheme, which I think is, um, you know, it, it's a scam. I mean, the, 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 this particular entity has not uh, declared dividends in the past. Um, and, of course, the business will be controlled by Takazo. What will make them want to re uh, release those dividends um, mm. um, uh, going forward? And, uh, uh, and, and, you know, these letters, as they were coming in, I think it was a sort of something that was escalating. And at first you think, you know, I can get this through, but hopefully we'll you know, we'll find ourselves be able to correct this particular mm. transaction in some way. Mm. Really things came to a head end of, um, around end of November 2021, where the share sale and purchase agreement was put before me. Actually, I was sitting in a restaurant uh, mm. with a Kenyan Airways um, delegation um, expected to sign this. And I said, I can't sign this. I mean, there are so many issues here that are, that are just mm. troubling, including mm. the fact that um, the government was expected to put 900 million rands into mm. into an escrow account managed by Takazo. Um, and of course, at that particular point, and even up to today, we did not know that Takazo has the capacity to put the 3 billion rands that they said mm. uh, they will be putting in as working capital into SAA. At, you know, because in, in June 2021, when they were announced, that was what was said. Mm. And, and we have heard from... Uh, uh, Gideon Novich, who, is a, uh, who was the CEO of Takazo, who is a, obviously a shareholder in Takazo, uh, representing uh, some of the minority uh, shareholders. Mm. He said, he, when he resigned, he said, I'm, I'm not being given information as to what is happening in Takazo and its engagement with the department. Mm. He said, I'm not even, I don't even have confidence mm. or have, I'm privy to information around the issues of funding yeah. in Takazo. He raised those. Mm. Now, that is someone that was in Takazo itself, mm. saying these things. And, and of course, as the South African public, the, the fair question they would ask to the department, what kind of due diligence have we done you know, to establish the capacity of this entity? If one of the minority shareholders is raising mm. this concern. And of course, we have seen uh, what has happened at the Competition Commission. You have uh, uh, Harith, which is a partner in this entity, saying committing to the com to the competition commission mm. to, that the minority shareholders will divest mm. they've come out in the papers and said we are not do we are doing we are not doing anything like that because of course this is a great deal 
Um, there's no evidence that there's any money that's going to be paid right. here, but you're going to mm. to be getting a, um, yeah. an entity that valuation was should be I'm plus mindful. 20 billion. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's we've covered this uh, track, mm. uh, this uh, ground be- yeah. with your with you before, and I'm just uh, mindful of uh, doing that again. I want to zone in on what uh, you want to dispute in terms of what uh, um, Tula Sizwa Simelani had to say on behalf of. Uh, here. So I want to pick it up there. I just want to do a quick traffic check. My guest in studio is the, um, well, because the legal process is still unfolding, I will refer to you as a suspended DG as, to, as opposed to the former uh, DG, that, that, that legal process. You are still legally the DG of the Department of Public Enterprises. Power Breakfast with TT, weekdays 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. All right, uh, continue my conversation with Mr. Khatazo Tlakudi, the DG in the Department of Public uh, Enterprises. Now, you know, um, they, you know, they maintain, I'm talking about Takazo now, that you were in meetings that you denied uh, being a part of. You know, um, you yourself say that you had actually appointed people um, to run with that process or to manage the process on behalf of of the department um why would you have done that and what, what do you say to what they maintain that you were in meetings uh in meetings with the um uh, with with uh, a correction mm. the minister appointed um his advisor mm-hmm. um is nosipo damasani the minister did the okay. minister mm-hmm. did mm-hmm. and uh, mr Mtange, um, uh, to to head up, uh, who is a deputy director yeah. based in the minister's office, to lead the negotiations. To your the, exclusion. To my exclusion, which was different to, to in 2020, um, 2020, during mm. the business rescue process. Right. I led that process. I was mm. like the project leader. So in this case, I was not. But I still remained, of course, the DG. Mm. And as I refer, certain documents would be signed off mm. um, uh, uh, by myself. Mm. The one meeting that I was in with Takautso was in March uh, 2022. Mm. And this was around the 900 million. Mm-hmm. Because when this uh, uh, share and purchase agreement was signed by the acting DG mm. at the time, it was around the 14th mm. of February uh, uh, 2022, that were, this clause was in there that was saying cash must be provided by March. Mm. So in, technically we're in default with Takautso in March. I went into into the meeting with the nine hundred million to be provided by by Takazo and or by government by government to, right to Takazo literally to right uh, uh, as a, and this was termed as to cover any liabilities that may arise mm. from from the from the restructuring mm. of SAA, and I asked for this meeting with Takazo, and my question was very simple: How did you arrive at at nine hundred million rents? Mm. Any business will have what they call contingency liabilities. Mm. And this will be quantified. Typically, mm. if you have uh, legal cases that are unfolding where people are mm. suing for a particular money, you'll have that as a contingent liability in your book so that you make it visible mm. to those that will be going mm. through those financial statements. I said, show me that 900 million in SAA books. Mm. They, should not, they could not show me that. Mm. And, that and by the way, they also dispute what you were saying about the valuation that was done because you were saying they did their own valuation and said it was an independent evaluator uh, which was uh, appointed by both the department and themselves according to what they said. That is not true. Mm. Um, That is a complete lie. 
the the evaluator was appointed by Takatsu. I think it was Harris because Takatsu mm. does not have uh, um, any capacity, mm. um, and 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 they know it, and they paid for those um, uh, 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 for those evaluators. Not the, the department. Not the department, mm. which is an anomaly because mm. if you are selling an asset. You'll want to have a sense of how much it is worth. Right. So you, that's what I put in to say exactly. that they, surely yeah. the seller should be putting a value to what they're selling. Exactly. Mm. And 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 really, that is a, 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 a that was a lie from from Tula Susan. Mm. So so what is needed here is a process if this transaction is to go ahead, and mm. and I think it should not go ahead. Mm. I think the authorities should do their work, including Parliament and and uh, the public protector on this mm. matter. Um, is that a proper valuation needs to, to be done on this business. I, I've, I've shared my numbers mm. in terms of uh, the undervaluation and very conservatively so. That okay. is in this transaction. And Let's, I, and pause. I've, yeah. mm. Let's pause right there. Uh, we'll come back with Mr. Khatatso. Tlagudi will conclude uh, his response. This is his response to my conversation with uh, Takatso's uh, shareholders, uh, uh, or at least the Takatso spokesperson, Tula Sizo Simelani, who was with us in studio, uh, at least uh, on the line on Friday. Let's get to the latest news headlines. Power Breakfast with TT. Weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. on Power 98.7. Still in conversation with uh, Mr. Khatato Takudi, who is uh, the uh, DG or suspended DG in the Department of uh, Public Enterprises. Uh, um, you know, one of the, we were talking about the valuation. Uh, I want to move on now to something else that was uh, said to be a lie, and that was around. Um, Takato being invited to take a stake um, in Mang Mango, which was attributed to you, actually, is that you actually made that invitation because they were, had expressed no interest in, in Mango. But uh, through your solicitation, um, you know, that uh, then that's where the Mango came into the picture and not them. When, uh, it was not at the insistence is what they were saying. Yeah, that's one of the fantastic stories that Tula is uh, uh, told here. Uh, the uh, uh, Haretho, let me say, uh, Takatso had expressed an interest in Mango. This was just an administrative process. Mm. that was, And it was quite surprising for me as to why they would be interested in Mango because they were, were busy with the SAE transaction. Mm. Of course, they had expressed an, uh, an interest only in Mango in the rent merchant bank process that had run in 2020. Um, so in a way, they were going back to, to what was their original goal. But the letter that I sent was just to, to literally to, to smooth over mm. uh, what was an, 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 um, an interest that themselves they had expressed. They had expressed. And, and of course, and, and, I'm, and I'm speculating here, the fact that there was 2.7 billion mm. that treasury allocated for the structuring of um, uh, of uh, subsidiaries of SAA and Mango in mm. particular was given 680 million rands. Mm. Seems to be something that attracted their interest. Because mm. remember, there was a process that the business rescue practitioner mm. was running. If there was to be any expressions of interest, the, the right place to express it would have been to the business mm. rescue practitioner at Mango. And that process has run its course, I understand, um, but it's being held up by the minister uh, because there similarly there is a preferred buy, buyer for, man, from man, for Mango from the business mm. rescue practitioner. So, you know, it, and I, it, I tried to explain it earlier that you hope uh, you can uh, 
you can fix things as you go mm. along. So obviously they have selectively chosen letters um, uh, in the system to be able to tarnish me in a bad way. But mm. what I will ask is of, of the department is obviously to raise all communication on this so that people can make mm. a much more um, uh, informed view as, mm. as to my own conduct. So you maintain yeah. that in as far as they're saying they were receiving communication yeah. from you that that was just you it almost sounds like you are yourself uh, detaching and divorcing yourself uh, uh, because you were maybe not yourself personally Im- uh, involved but still there was a department of public enterprise decisions that were taken yeah, correct and that you as the accounting officer had to sign off with which of is course. why you yeah. so you didn't like what you were communicating but you did communicate it exactly and and, and it happens with all of us when you are representing an organization at times, you'll communicate decisions that you may not mm. necessarily f- be fully comfortable with. And as I said, things came to a head when I had to sign a share sale and purchase agreement. Because mm. now, as an accounting officer, I'm, tra- I'm transferring a state asset that I know has been undervalued. Mm. And we know there's been tightening uh, of legislation with regard to, to th- these matters um, yeah. around irregular expenditure. And I would have been held accountable directly mm. here. Um, and... You know, uh, so that's that's what I, w- I will say to you. And, and that's why it's important that that date with Parliament needs to come about. Mm. The minister has done everything in his power to ensure that that open hearing where both myself... You are myself, referring to, as a consequence of the communication you sent to the disclosure you to, made to Parliament. To, to, to the Speaker. And mm. he's referred it to the... Uh, to the portfolio committee on public enterprise. And they have made a decision as a committee to have an open hearing. Mm. That date has been postponed many times mm. because uh, of uh, issues of quorum and ANC members mm. not being available. Because the minister in the background has been bullying and cajoling the, the ANC members not to avail themselves for that hearing. So now uh, I'm again making a call to the speaker and to the chair of the portfolio committee to act with integrity here. Let's be together in one forum, mm. myself and the minister. Let these things be discussed. And I'm sure once they have done so, they'll realize there is corruption that has happened here. There's state capture that has happened mm. here. Government process, government assets ha- uh, are being alienated from public ownership to benefit mm. specific people using irregular processes. That's what has happened here. There's very same noises that the, the minister has made in the past. He's now found at the center of it. So let's have this properly exhausted. I've, he has threatened me many times. He has hidden behind uh, statements like what has happened um, in, in the past week. Can the minister come forward and, and speak on these issues? The department mm. has been running away from accounting to the South, South African public on, 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 on this particular transaction. And, and, the, and the one time that they came, which when they were on your show here, the spokesman mm. person was here. Yeah, I must say it was, it was quite painful listening to him. And I, and I don't blame him. He's just come into the department and he has not been given uh, a proper face because he had been given. They realized that he's expected to lie to the South Africans. Thank you. I think on that note, we, we shall leave it. Um, uh, I think uh, <laughs> this matter clearly still has a long way to run. But uh, I think let's say int- we're going to have to leave it there in the interest of time. I want to thank you again for coming in. And uh, yeah, we'll continue to watch and see as this thing unfolds. You know, they always say there's always two sides of every story, to every story, and then there's the truth. Yeah. At some point, that will emerge. Mr. Tagudi, yeah. thank you so much for your time. Sir. Thank you. And, and the good thing is the truth does not rot.
Okay, thank, thank you. you so much. Katazo Tagudi is the DG or suspended DG in the Department of Public Enterprises. You've been listening to a Power 98.7 podcast. For more podcasts, visit power987.co.za or subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.